Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. This is a fantastic story, fellas. Two Yankees playing in the house that Ruth built, both going after his record. It's great for baseball. Holy cow! There it goes! Back to the wall! It's gone! Maris comes over from Kansas City, first year with the team. He beats Mickey out for the MVP. You're telling me Mano wouldn't be pissed off that Maris doesn't have something to prove? How about the home run record? You think you got a shot at the bait? I think if anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be Mickey. It's pretty amazing the guy can play at all, considering how much pain he's in. Maybe if he took better care of himself, he wouldn't be injured so much. It's a tough time not to have fun in. You can write what you want, Sam. The fans love this guy. They love him. How come Maris never smiles? He's having the season of his life, and he looks like a zombie out there. Number seven. Mickey Mantle. It says 80% of the fans are rooting for Mickey. Well, I guess that seems right. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know, maybe I'm not a New York kind of guy, Sam. I'm just some dumb redneck from North Dakota. As for the M&M boys, I'm told there's a feud growing between Are we feud? Yeah, I guess so. It's on TV. Well, yours. Well, there's a couple of huckleberries out there letting Roger know they don't want him to break Ruth's record. Can you believe this? They're booing him in his own ballpark. Why has it got to be they've only got room in their hearts for one guy? I don't know, sweetheart. You guys are all over him day and night. A film by Billy Crystal. You're like a movie star to these people, you know. Oh. But me, if I don't want to talk about things and I just want to play ball, what does that make me? I mean, does it make me the bad guy? There's no bad guy, Ross. Thomas Jane. Barry Pepper. 61. of matinee baseball this is gonna be a not safe for work podcast about the hbo movie 61 asterisk i'm your host Ted Flynn. as always i'm joined by jake boss and sean chantez festerman i'm excited to talk about the home run record but before we get into that everyone at the tailgate society is brought to you by money bites family we have a discussion a hard discussion every friday or so we put a twitter contest out in which you literally have to quote tweet the con quote tweet the contest, and they will mail you free money bites. Free money bites, ten dollars worth of money bites, and you all just ignore it. You ignore it. I don't understand this 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 chocolate. This is the best part of a Sunday cone, is the tip of a Sunday cone filled with milk chocolate and white chocolate for free. Just respond. I'm judging every fucking one of you. I wish I was eligible. I know that. I mean, I literally had to let Emily be eligible because she lives in Texas. Because she responded last week from a freaking Wyoming football game. From a football game. <laughs> from the, the the thing was your best view of the weekend. It's fine. You don't want you don't want free chocolate covered Sunday tips. You don't want just a tip. That's your prerogative. What we're looking for here, Jake? Prerogative. 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 I got there. I got there. I'm angry. I'm trying to help you guys. I'm trying to help you, family. And you're letting me down. Figure it out. Moneyvice.com. You can order it online. They're at most Menards. They're going to Walmart. They're going to Hy-Vee's. Bombgars. Bombgars. They're in more Bombgars than Menards. If you love me, you would buy Money Bites and you would tweet out a picture of it. 
Anyways, find us on your podcast app of choice, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, and I'm missing here. Apple. Apple. That's a pretty big one. Apparently, Amazon wants our wants our shit. They came out the other day to like email me like, "Ah, eh, we got a podcast app." So if you're on an Amazon podcast app, which great, we'll be there soon. And go to thetailgatesite.com. I wrote an article this week. Scoopkins gambling trends are there every week. So yeah, moneybuys.com. F1 recaps. F1 recaps. I'm sorry, Jake. Nicole had well. Nicole also had a great uh, a great uh, short break uh, recap that. Well, because Nicole's amazing. Yeah, it was great. So, all right. We're going to talk about 2001's HBO original movie, 61 Asterisk. Basically about how Roger Maris got shafted, kind of. Don't look at the... About how him and and Mickey Mantle uh, chased a home record all year. The first year they went up from 154 games to 162, which... I did not know that was the first year, which I guess I learned that. And also, like, the commissioner's just kind of an asshole. But does it, does it surprise you, though? I mean, I mean, the commissioner now doesn't well, even care about the sport. So, well, I mean, it, it's <laughs> just kind of the kind of the culture of baseball, right? Unwritten rules, old school. Everybody complain all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to tell you something about this movie. Just so we can start off with you guys judging me. So, you know me. I tend to turn my movie up, my phone off for movies. I can, like, concentrate on I'm sorry, my cat and my dog are going to go into a Thunderdome beside me. (laughs) I got got odds on Soxie. Yeah, (laughs) Soxie is bigger than Lily. So... (laughs) She's eyeballing his blanket for that I made for him. But anyways, um, so a good chunk of this movie, I'm like, oh, so Mantle's played by the guy that's Two-Face in The Dark Knight. No. No. No, it's not. That is no. a... Uh, Mickey Mantle's played by Thomas Jane, who looks an awful lot like Aaron Eckhart. But they are not the same person. You don't think they do? Pull them up. Pull them up. I mean, I'm not going to fully kill you for that. Yeah, if it's but... in a kind of like one-off, quick glance, one scene in a movie, maybe, but for how mm-hmm. prominent both of them are in those two movies, <laughs> I... I'll take it side. It's, it's not the worst mix-up I've ever heard by any means, but it's <laughs> it could definitely it be is worse. Not the, it is not the worst mix-up I've ever heard somebody have in a movie. That is it doesn't sure. help that Roger Maris is uh played by and I should have IMB up. Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper, who also looks an awful lot like those two dudes. Like they all kind of look similar. I don't know what I would even tell you. Like, I know I didn't know his name was Barry Pepper. I'm not gonna lie. T- I'm gonna tell you what you know Barry Pepper from, unless you're a true NASCAR fan, you would know. Put you on the spot. Put you on the spot right now, Jake Foss. <laughs> but it's you and not me. He wasn't in Days of Thunder. He's in the number three movie about Dale Earnhardt. He plays 
Dale Earnhardt. I've, I've never seen it. Never seen I it. Don't, I've probably seen it once. Wow. I couldn't tell you anything about it, but you, and you cannot, call yourself an you, you can fan. don't you dare. <laughs> I will legitimately fight you. Why well, stop being a NASCAR fan when Dale Earnhardt died when he was also played by Barry Pepper a few years I've later? I've seen every movie Billy. they've made about NASCAR, <laughs> but not multiple times. Well, the movie came out in 04. You want to know the last time I saw that movie? Probably 04. <laughs> I have that DVD in my room. I haven't watched it since I got the DVD. Let's say, have you ever actually watched it on the DVD? I watched it once! <laughs> Barry Pepper's also a safe right, Ryan. Yeah, I know him. He's kind of a that, you know, that guy. He's uh, a sniper. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, I know that face. Green, Green I don't know Mile, where I know Enemy that of the face State, from. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he's he's in a lot of things, but he doesn't have any roles where you're like, yep. Everybody's an enemy of the state. Uh, I wasn't being asked. I'm just saying everyone, everyone's that guy. Jack Black, Seth Green. Um. So anyway, so this movie's all about the uh, 61 season in which they're chasing Babe Ruth's record. And it's directed by Billy Crystal, which is a really weird choice. But apparently he was like a lifelong Yankees fan. So like a lot of this movie is based on his stories of seeing oh, yeah. these interactions from the stands. He's yeah, a- he's a huge Yankees fan. Like it was my, <laughs> I have two notes for this movie. And my first one was... Ew. Oh my god, this is directed by Billy Crystal and they're opening with the Maris family watching Mark McGuire. I'm gonna hate this so fucking bad. (laughs) Why do you hate Mark McGuire? I don't. I love Mark McGuire, but I know now how Roger Maris Jr. feels about all of this. And Oh, I don't want that. I'm confused. I'm in for it. Let's let's talk about it. Let's get... I already talked to Jake earlier. We're like, going to talk about it now already? We're just not even going to talk about the movie? We're just going to jump Yeah, we might as well kick off the movie sure. first. Uh, yeah, All like, right, well, like, I have a lot of takes about how the 98 home run chase is portrayed now in everyone's minds. Like, we all weren't, like, just loving every second of that. So, which also, like, in my mind is, like, it kind of, in retrospect, it correlates to the 61 chase because very much asterisk this asterisk that. And now it was right. like, so like we're coming back to this. We're going to come back to this because Jake wants to stay on the, he's our middle rail. We're going to come back back to Aaron Jones broke Aaron, Aaron judge broke. Roger Maris's foul ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> broke Roger Maris's American, American league home run record. And they're completely. <laughs> I love that meme on Twitter where I guess like the dude like with the champagne like spray. That's one of my favorite memes. <laughs> like the podium, and he's like 10, 10 steps down on the podium. And everyone's like, "Oh, that's Aaron Jones." And there's Sosa twice, McGuire twice, Bonds twice. The race you know, for sixth place, man. You know, and like whatever you want to say about those guys, we'll come back to. But like, it makes sense, but also like. Oh, we lost him. Ted! <laughs> we, uh, Figure it out! I'm just going to shut it off. Shut it off. Sorry. Sorry. So, <laughs> but like, it it, it, it makes sense because like Aaron Judge, even like, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week and it was even, it was a college football podcast and they were like, 
How can we even celebrate Aaron Judge? We're gonna find out this. He's what? He's thirty-one years old, right? Yeah, he's thirty or thirty. So he's got to be right there, yeah. And they're like, "How can we even like celebrate him? Because we don't know." And that's the, this whole Roger Murray. Like this man, if you if you if you follow what the movie is as gospel, this man got booed at home. Yeah, yeah. Hated. That, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of this movie in. It makes one of my notes, basically my after the movie or when the movie was ending, but I, I thought the note was like, I don't know how dramatized the story, some of the story or all of the story or some of the parts were, but like it made for a pretty good movie, I thought. Um, but there was a lot. There were many times throughout the movie. Yeah, him getting booed and some of the the way that maybe the media was portraying things and some of the stuff that really helped it as a movie, I don't like, I didn't, I don't often read the trivia or I didn't actually go to the Wikipedia to try or in the internet to try and fact check any of it. But yeah, there were, a, there's a lot like openly, like the fans just hating him. Basically. The reporters are awful. And. Yeah. Go ahead, I, well, no, I, and I can, I don't know. I could definitely see it. I I agree. I don't know that there's much about, you know, how much truth there is to it. What's what's blown up? Because I think it is, even in like the notes of the movie, is like a lot of it is based on Billy Crystal's memories of going to the games as a kid. And just like, all right, well, that's only going to give you so much context. Um, but there's some moments in there, you know, where there's fans and stuff and just like you're not even a real yankee you don't do things the yankee way and it's just like it's what are we 60 years later a lot of yankee fans are still that way incredibly old wasn't (laughs) wasn't even born in 61 but that that really like cuts me hard i don't know why but that cuts me hard and like this movie like it's it's always hard when we discuss biopics because like it's fun to trash movies like Major League Three or The Turkey Bowl, but like when it's true, we can't really make fun of it because it happened, or we think it happened. Some of or, it happened at least, right. yeah. Some aspect of this movie. I, I, so, like, I will tell you one thing that I really enjoyed before, like we discussed. And this movie is very good. It's very long. It's very boring, but it's very good. Like, it's a perfect Sunday afternoon. I'm watching in my background, playing my phone, and I can just like watch the facts, right? Like, th- I don't know if I could like shut everything down, and watch this movie. Yeah, it's it's a two hour movie, and you and it's definitely two hours. Um, no, but it, none it, of the McGuire stuff need to be there. Yeah, no. I no. There's a lot of parts where I think you can say it doesn't need to be there, but I can't really. I also can't point you to like. 10 minute chunks or anything that like it just needs to not be there can come out because as far as like storytelling and stuff like a lot of it continues the story and isn't super super boring in in and of itself but it does it you can tell that the movie is two hours long when you're watching it all the present day stuff can be cut in retrospect mind you when it it was made in 01 so it was three years away from 98 so like when it was now, made, that was like key to like it would have been you know awesome or whatever like people right. probably really enjoyed that part of it i would agree right but like but like one point i really did like and this is just me 
being a terrible person, I guess, is when Mantle, they're at dinner and they bring up DiMaggio and like it just spins him out, right? And then yeah. like he goes and he finds a girl and then like fuck up his car at some like random gas station. And like, I have friends in my group that are like, are good friends, but like they are literally the Roger Maris in the group or like they are like, around for shenanigans but then like at some point they're just like no i'm going to bed i'm good and more than once like they all get woken up at some point in the night because shenanigans went sideways and we just need like a level-headed headed person and that's that's him like he's in that situation he's at a gas station whitey this whitey person is a pitcher apparently a hall of famer also is like giving <laughs> these dudes like cash and he's like you didn't see anything because like i saw something he's like oh no no you didn't see anything you know <laughs> It's me, I'm Roger Maris. Uh, at least the way that he's portrayed in the movie. No, but like seriously though, that that character is at least the way that they portray him is really interesting because he he's the I don't care about this. I just like want to win, make sure the team wins, guy. Um, like outwardly, he's never stressed out about about it or doesn't worry about it. At least for a lot of the movie, and then as you get later, like he still doesn't necessarily like express like what he's talking about or wanting to, wanting to get the record. You kind of get it more between him and, and Mickey, but then that like, he's, he's got gray spots in the back of his head and he's like losing hair. Cause he's so stressed out, even though he like won't admit it. And it's like, man, that's yeah. uh, just yeah, compartmentalizing, not that, admitting it stuff. Yeah. That as it builds where it is, you know, it is still, you know, it's him and Mickey pushing each other, I think, you know, because it is. They have those constant cut-ins of even early on just to start out. And just Yeah, Mickey's at 24, Harris is at 22, and then it slowly builds and builds. And uh, I think it's even in the conversation with when Roger's talking to his wife and he says something about, um, you know, he wants – he wants Mickey Mantle to hit, you know, 80 home runs or something. She goes, yeah, but you want to hit 81. And he's like, and he just kind of smirks. And it's just like, it's that competition and that fight. And it is just, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be the best, even if it means beating my friend. Um, And then on top of that, yeah, you have an entire city, if not, you know, a whole baseball community breathing down your neck. Which man, can you can't about... beat the record of the greatest to ever play. Blah blah blah. Can we talk about <clears throat> the reporters in this movie for a second? Because they all but the one dude are cocksuckers. Yeah. Well, the the one guy specifically is like, and I'm assuming he's he is supposed to just be the representation. No, of apparently the they're real the people. Media. Oh, look at the, like IMD, those guys are supposed to be two. The IMD good. trivia says that him and the another one, which I assume is the uh, straight arrow guy that like gets pissed off at the end. They said they were literally cast because of how much they looked like the original people. See, and I assumed that they were like uh, representative of like the two sides of the media at the time. And probably the, the one guy that was for him was... It may have been a specific person, but the guy that was trying to like stir it up and and be against him or whatever was the like representative of the media and mass that was like just against him. So and yeah, I, that's interesting that they're actually pretty specific people. And uh, I only know the one dude that's a prick from House from like the later seasons, but like he is just. And I love the part where they're like, 
man, and the guy's like, why are they booing him? And he's like, I don't know, man. Maybe because you keep fucking writing shitty articles about the man. Like, you right. know, like, yeah, gee, I wonder why. Like, how about you shut the fuck up? You know, you stop making stuff up too. Like, <laughs> man, yeah, like this movie did a really good job of like making you feel for Maris, but also, and I know like they were staying true to like the person, but then Maris is just like, oh, God, I don't want to be an asshole. Like, I don't say he's unlikable. Like, who would you compare him to? Mike Trout? Like, just I don't know their dude's job. I don't know, I don't know enough about Mike Trout. Is the problem? You know why? No one does because he's on the West Coast. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's a um. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a, an athlete that like performs well, but we just don't hear anything from, even though we probably should, and almost seems unlikable because if Mike well, Trout walked honestly, past, you know who he was. All right, all right, you want to know? You want to know who? All right, I've got one for you, but it's not applicable anymore. I'm, Aaron Rodgers, like three years ago. Yeah, well, you'd recognize him though. Yeah, everybody. I mean, people would recognize Maris, but he like didn't have a personality or didn't have a presence like outside of what he was doing on the field. Yeah, come in, clock in, do my job, leave. Maybe Josh Allen. Never hear from me again. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, like Maris almost had an, un- like he did have like an unlikable part about him just because of how like short he was with the media and didn't like let anything out. Right. And right. that's what I, like Rogers was like that up until like, two years ago or whatever like the whole yeah, family stuff happened family. and like you never <laughs> like you never got anything out of him right so like it's hard to like if you would just go back like three years i think rogers is a good comparison and he dates a heavy for two years and gets a tattoo and i well there's a lot of stuff in the last two three years that we could we don't need to go into but uh yeah i don't know maris would be like that dude from sandlot he discovered the 60s and he just disappeared <laughs> I, what was I, that guy's name? I, I can't think of I don't know. I'm putting on I'm putting on Tez. He knows all the Sandlot people. What was the tall skinny guy, Tez? Um I don't have it off the top of my head. Someone out there is calling all of us stupid. That's uh fine. they probably do that a lot. I mean I'm always stupid. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe dumb, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm not drunk, officer. I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie like it's a great the report like and like if you look into the trivia and we discussed how also hang on how many of you did the leo point when the uh the prisoner what's the fuck is his name from shawshank showed up the guy who runs shawshank what's that title the warden 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 from shawshank showed up is early that that movie. guy? He shows up early in the movie and he disappears. Like when they're discussing why Maris is on the team, he's in this movie. Oh. I'm not sure your shows back up. I don't, I don't think, think he's I the owner. He might be the owner, or at least I think he's the owner of the Yankees. Anyway. I think he's the owner of the Yankees. Huh? I don't so, think I ever. I don't think I did that. I so, did that. I did that with. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what the guy's name is, and I should know. Shooter McGavin, but he was in. Shooter McGavin. He's the. He's the play-by-play guy. He's a play-by-play. Yeah. He's the one that fucking fucked Mantle season up by injecting him. 
I love like I'm just like watching a movie, enjoying it, looking at my phone, and all of a sudden Mickey Mantle's ass is like has a half a chunk of piece out of it. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... I like I literally look up fast and I'm like and I like I like physically recall like oh okay okay we're just gonna do fucking the rush game we're like I'm like he has a flesh eating virus on his I, right I, ass I, cheek. I purposely like. I didn't. I wanted to like look up a bunch of these things on the look internet. into it, like zoom in and like see how bad it looks. <laughs> yeah, look up, Ted. I said, look up, calm down. I wanted to no. I was like, there were several times in this movie where I was like, I want to like Google this and read into if this is true or what it was. But I it is wanna, true. I'm. I figured it. Like I figured that was like they're not gonna make that up completely, but. Like what the hell was it? What did he have? Was it just well, an like infection? They, was it like what? What came of it? I mean, it didn't say like he had a hole out of his ass cheek, but like it basically said like he had a he had gotten a shot for a flu and it gotten infected and it like caused him to like miss or be under the weather from multiple games. Yeah, so. they said that in the movie. I'm telling you, it was true. So I'm telling you right now. Okay. Well, uh, no, I just want like I'm just like, is it was it just an infection from the needle? Was it like some random? Did it get really bad? I like I don't know. There, that's just that one example of the, the internet is true. All the stuff I wanted to Google and read about. If you believe Wikipedia <laughs> as the gospel, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think they made that up for the movie by any means, but I didn't know. Yeah, this movie did a really good job of like. I don't know why when I watched this years ago that I thought like Mickey Mantle was the villain, but he did a really good job of like portraying him as just like a a dude who uh, became a superstar and like all of everything that came with it, like all the pressure, right? Like, yeah. And they easily could have made him a villain. They could have made him rooting against mirrors. They could have made like even when he got sick. And he got hurt. Like he could, they could have made him. I thought, I thought that's the direction that they would take it. Um, like because early on they show them like being buddy buddy and not letting the media like drive a wedge between them, even if they're when they're trying to like maybe make up a, a story of them feuding and whatever. Like, and they seemed really friendly. I thought, all right, so like at some point it's gonna get real that they're both gonna be close to the record or whatever or on pace fairly late in the season and they're gonna like you know mickey mantle is gonna turn into an asshole or or they're gonna start actually feuding or something and it, it never did but they they did a good job with uh the, the, both characters in general like they weren't just everything wasn't just okay the whole time either yeah i think it's a i it's kind of interesting to see between between this and then with with this and those two getting along and how they made made that work in the movie without you know the villain in the movie more or less is the media and the fans that don't want him to break the record um but then compared to like with uh rush where it was two guys who were friends and in the movie they made them you know villains and rivals and all that stuff and uh so I agree. I figured at some point they would, yeah, they'd get going and, you know, there'd be that wedge thrown in, but seems like as it actually just kind of helped bring them closer. I know there's even 
a moment about halfway, maybe two thirds of the way through the movie and season or whatever that there's the report on TV that they're talking about. There's a feud and a battle brewing between Mantle and Maris and they don't like each other and they're sitting on the couch together and just, oh, we're feuding? And just, yeah, I guess so. They said it on TV, so it's got to be true, you know. Are, are we feuding? I guess yeah. so. Well, fuck you then. Yeah. I did love it's how, like... What the, I, I put that, I wrote that quote down. I did love how, like, these are professional athletes and these motherfuckers are smoking cigarettes. Like oh, they're that nothing. Was a, that was a common thing, though. Like, you're talking, you're talking about like in the NFL, guys were going in the locker room drinking a beer and smoking cigarettes. I know, but like, also, did you all catch up? Maris is getting paid that year, thirty-eight grand. Yeah, <laughs> I knew someone would. <laughs> I knew somebody would. I didn't, but I don't know what I would have guessed. But that doesn't really surprise me. I didn't go back because I thought to go back and look up just like what, what is that, that adjusted for inflation? To. Yeah, yeah. I never did look. Guarantee couldn't have, couldn't afford that apartment he had in that movie now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh be three hundred and seventy six thousand. Oh, he beat you! He beat you! <laughs> um, what, what it was what? But that's be 376 what's the league minimum right now uh, putting you on the spot both of you i'm not gonna tab it up i'm, I'm, I'm guessing around that i think it's maybe a little higher than like that. it's in the 400 400s i would yeah maybe i would guess it's around that maybe yeah it's probably higher but around that yeah well i mean that's just a testament to what uh what media rights have done in the I mean, because even if you would, if you would adjust like salaries from, it took a, it took a big jump this year. It was five seventy last year. It is seven hundred thousand this year. But that, Must yeah, be that, nice. I mean, but if you so if you would if you would adjust salaries from even like the like the year two thousand uh, to now, like it's jumped insanely. Right, like they, they wouldn't stack up to. But yeah, it is. The last it is also years. that stuff of. Um, you get kind of the moments where they're out at the bars and stuff like that. And it is, you know, Mickey's paying for everything. Cause you know, he's got money. He's Mickey Mantle, but you and still think about it. Dollars. Well, that's probably true. Um, if that, if, if that, uh, <laughs> yeah. And inflate inflation also hasn't been even across the board. If you're comparing versus <laughs> New York city in the last 60 years. So I didn't but, like, yeah. uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it is, it's interesting because that is the era of baseball where, um, where even your major leaguers, the good majority were working second jobs. You know, it wasn't a full time, this pays for my lifestyle and I'm the richest guy in town sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know when that probably stopped, but I mean, you have guys that are, not stars i would assume doing that in the 60s right yeah i would guess so like into the late 70s yeah something that's like your that. question we should have we should have craig to terror come back on i'm sure he could tell us about it. He, uh, he probably does call, call him up see if he answers <laughs> <laughs> i don't have his number it'd be bad yeah, <laughs> all right so um yeah like mickey like I know nothing. I'm such an I'm such an ignorant asshole. All right, you guys want to know why? I, how I know Mickey Mantle? So you can make fun of me. 
Besides the fact that I know who Mickey Mantle is. Oh, obviously. I was going to say, then yes, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued where you're, what you're going to say now. So I know who Mickey Mantle is, obviously. But from Seinfeld, when George won the name, his future son seven to those mm-hmm. Mantle's number. And then he got in a fight with some random couple because they're going to steal it. <laughs> that's the first, when I hear Mickey Mantle, that's the first thing that comes to my head. Besides, you know, obviously Yankee Mickey Mantle. But like this movie was like a nice, like it showed me who he is. Like, because like I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you what position he played before this movie. You know, I didn't know he was yeah. a switch hitter. Did you guys know he was a switch hitter before this movie? I honestly knew, like, I mean, this was very, um, yeah, like new, pretty. I, I know, obviously know who Mickey Mantle is. But I hadn't. I had yeah details about him. No idea. Like I, I'm much. I'm less of a baseball fan than you guys as as far as, as like time, especially. So, like I, as far as like knowing specifics about historic people and things and whatnot, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not super in depth. Like I know, same thing. I you know all the stories about the old legendary yankees um but i didn't know a lot about mickey mantle um the little bit i do know i have just some good friends that are big yankees fans which is frustrating especially this week um but like how many home runs did he hit I, I, I his like career like yeah I I couldn't tell you I don't like, know he where in, he is, is he, up on is that he list. in is he in the five hundreds like is he in like I, mean, I know uh, Pujol just got over seven hundred like is he anywhere near that like well he was he was uh ten years in in sixty one I think is what they said yeah he finished with five thirty six okay. So like, oh, you... definitely. I mean, that's yeah. that's, a, that's a good number. That's up there, and yeah, before I, steroids I hit, like that was like you hit five hundred in the hall. What was that dude from uh, the Rangers that hit five hundred? It was a big, it was a big deal. So like, oh, I can't even say. But anyway, like, it is interesting to like watch this movie and like, I, I do one thing. Like, I I have two things I want to talk about. Like right now, so like. And we're, we're fully in the squirrel mode up, and I apologize. So, like, the beginning of this movie starts, and Roger Maris is catching balls in the outfield. And they have fucking trophies in the outfield. You yeah, can just, have, like, like... They have, yeah. like, monuments in... Yeah, in you monument can just, like... I, I, understand, I, understand, I understand what that is. I understand what I understand what that is. I know what that is. Can you imagine, like, running one of those fuckers full bore? Chasing oh, it's insanity. Monster? They're not it's there. Absolute not, insanity. They're covered by a fence now, right? Like they're not. Yeah, no, they're still they're still in the outfield. <laughs> you just can't see them. They camouflage no, them really well. <laughs> they got they got a couple cloaks from Harry Potter, and they're just invisible. The way... I'm only on book four, asshole. No spoilers. <laughs> oh yeah, because you don't know. All right, I'm pretty sure that's in the first book anyway. So yeah, I just finished the third one. The Next way one up 300 pages. The way they've designed <laughs> ballparks. For a hundred years now is mind blowing. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, not a run yet. Not even that long ago. What 
15, 17 years ago, there was a hill with flagpoles in it in Houston in center field. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's it's that's you know the hill in the Astros' new stadium. Minute there Minute used Park? to be, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, they took the hill out finally because they're like, wow, maybe don't have a hill in the middle of your outfield maybe at the that's wall. That's not a good idea. Yeah, again, it's like and you have that, and you have a. God, I lost my train of thought about this whole outfield bullshit. I mean, it's it's nuts to me that still in uh, did they still or no? I guess that with the renovation they moved it, but they had still keeping bullpens on the field. Oh yeah, like that's Wrigley Field. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. nuts. <laughs> that was new. Um, but yeah, like it's just it's. Oh no! All right, Jake, coming out guards about the Dodgers score because he's a bad friend. Um. So when they're discussing the Maggio uh, Maris, uh, Maris, the mantle thing, where like he fucks his knee up, they're like, "Oh, Mantle's going for a high fly," and the Maggio calls him off, and he slows down. And he says, "Mantle stepped in a drainage ditch or some shit, <laughs> yeah, and blew his knee out." Like, why is there a drainage spot in the goddamn out of your fucking baseball field? You know. And that's the, yeah, that's the thing about it too, is it was, it's Yankee Stadium at the time. It's probably the greatest, the top notch best one. Right. It's the best stadium in the world for that sport. Yeah. You just have ditches in the outfield. (laughs) Yeah. I assumed when they said that it was like um, a a drainage port, like a, a, tiling port or something yeah they had installed it wasn't a ditch necessarily but yeah either way it doesn't it doesn't sound good i i just assumed there was like a divot where they had a drain or something but i also want to know if uh if dimaggio was also like eight feet taller than mantle or if that's like the actor thing because that man was just the that man like walked up to me and was like so much bigger than Timmy. I, I think some of it's got to be just the movie because there's a lot of those moments with Roger Maris in it where, like, even when he's arguing with the umpire, they even try to do like the kind of shoot up at him so he looks level, and the umpire's still like four inches taller than him. You call him uh, Thomas Jane short. Uh, not tall. It was. So Mickey Mantle is five eleven. Yeah. I am too drunk to type out DiMaggio. Joe D. Um, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that was probably just... He's 6'2". Uh, yeah, the cool. sizing of... Sizing of the guys. Plus, like, Joe D is the, like, uh, you know, even... I mean, I don't know. At that point, was a, a legend already as far as Yankees go. Well, he's got the, the history, you know, like it's whatever. So I don't know where we're at in the time, Jake. Can we, can we get off the rails now and talk about the home run records? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, need, we should, we, we probably should have already like moved on to talk about why it's so relevant now. And it's kind of ironic that we, that's your fault. We talk <laughs> about it 61 years after and well, that, that makes me feel really old. All right. So like 
we didn't even do that on purpose but it fits well it fits well with like current events as well as it's 61 years later so symmetry something like that the meaning um, of the universe yeah that's number 42 time is um, circle. um so like so like they make such a big deal about how like he has an extra eight games and like if you get type roof and 154 doesn't count and I don't know about you guys, but like this whole year kind of pissed me off. I mean, maybe I'm a Coast fan, and like I like Sosa, and, and to extent McGuire, like literally see McGuire in this show made me realize that when I was 16 and an asshole hating McGuire for beating Sosa, that maybe I wasn't such an asshole because I mean, he's like, I touched the bat, and you know, like come up really humble. But like, I don't blame you for like hating him at the time. I mean, he's a cardinal. Yeah. Um, uh, but right. like, that's what I mean. Is like I don't blame you for being salty or hating him at the time. But like, Bonds is the home run king. The man fucking walked eight hundred times that year, and he still hit. Yeah, seventy three. I don't give a shit. AK, what he was on. Half the pictures are on that shit too. My, my thing, my so my my feelings in general about it are. Um, it's better be a double play, motherfucker. If you pump in <laughs> your fist. <laughs> oh, you're so far behind. Um, <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Jake. The, uh, so I was not. I was obviously even if I was uh, paying attention to baseball, I would have been fairly young for the '98 run. Um, I don't understand how in the 60s and through those years, like through the years, we know about like greenies and like we eventually learn about stuff that guys were doing. And then in 98, like this hat, the, the run, like these runs happened and all this stuff happened and it was celebrated at the time. I don't give a damn what like people want to talk about it now. And then now, be because of that, we want to like take it away and act like I don't know. Somehow, like there are people arguing that Aaron Judge is breaking the true record, and it's like which is oh, bullshit. What is like they didn't check what Roger Maris or Mickey Mantle or anybody else was doing in the '60s, like. And we and we we've then stories come out of things that like maybe them not them specifically but that are, people are doing that no nothing was checked on and it's like I don't understand why there is this like and 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 it's all and honestly this year it's only happened because Judge was is doing it and they, they would it wouldn't nobody would give a damn if it wasn't a Yankee no one right. it was a twin no one would care like Jean Carlos Stanton hit what sixty or uh. Uh, 58 or something in 17 or whatever and they didn't like I mean they were people would talk about it but they're not like breaking into college football on a Thursday night it just that's why it's so hard to love Major League Baseball because put them all in the hall and make a a section from 90 whatever to fucking 2000 whatever and be like the steroid era right like they didn't, they, they didn't go back to anybody that's been accused of and never admitted to or tested positive of like greenies or anything like amphetamines or whatever, right? Like, yeah, 
there's people in the hall of fame that have been accused of a lot of things that never were caught for it right like yeah there's a whole level of this holier than thou baseball purist bullshit that it's just such it's a perfect game and anybody that tampers with it is just a disgrace to the game and at the same time you know when it's a guy that's hitting 60 home runs for your team it's no he's not cheating there's no way he's cheating like this is just he's and always to, been a great to be player. fair i don't even think that judge is cheating i think he's a massive right. being that can hit yeah. the ball really well and it is uh, i just i straight up don't care it's everything <laughs> yeah, sammy sosa and mark mcguire incredibly fun all of those years with barry bonds like i even cheered against him but that was incredibly still fun entertaining like, as hell that stuff is fun like yeah i also still love to watch a no hitter or a potential perfect game or you know that stuff's awesome all of it's awesome it's a good sport but it's not yeah what it is today no matter what is not going to be what it was in 1961 these dudes have million dollar contracts athletic trainers nutrition staffs like you know all these things you'll run into people every now and then they're just like well it's you know babe ruth could still play all right in today's game it's like no he couldn't no he would see a 103 mile an hour fastball and shit himself <laughs> and quit on the spot it's insane it's just like it's just who in the hall and like make their own section so like you can celebrate these individuals that did what they did. It is it's so to me bullshit. To, to me in general, the whole and I I've never I haven't been to Cooperstown. I don't know how it's organized. I'll never be me, there. But to me, but to me, it should it should be a chronologically organized thing anyway. So why the hell can't you have a nineties or whatever like yeah. section? And just like have a, a thing where you talk about, yep, the this person admitted to it, and these people like if this was a thing, there's, and just have it. There's no bigger crock that is the Hall of Fame of baseball. The fact that Roger Maris did not make the Hall of Fame until the Veterans Committee voted him in. Yeah, that's all you need to fucking know. That's all you need to fucking know. But, but that, but that's the, that goes back to the old school. Yankees pearl clutching that's what I'm saying like thing. like that's the that's how it was and it's also the keep in mind that it is also that Bud Selig who oversaw all of baseball for that steroid stuff got in his first year on the ballot because he was commissioner with a 94% voting and it's just like you're not holding the people that really could have done something accountable about it you don't really care about I mean I also know that Hall of Fame voting is its own problem anyway. Um, but that's a 45-minute discussion for a different day. After? Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. It's just, it's nuts that, yeah, we have these crocodile tears and arguments about things that really don't matter. Like, you're not going to take away the advancement of... <laughs> the advancements of the game of baseball from what happened from 98 or I guess even if you want to go back to 95 to you know 2007 2008 however you want to define the steroid era 
all that stuff still happened. It changed the game into what it is today. And I think the game is awesome today. It is also the whole thing that Maguire Sosa basically saved baseball. It was a yeah. dying sport. It was going away. People didn't care. And then a couple guys hit a home run. Hit, you know, what a combined it's such 98 and 130 home runs between the two of them. And Maguire, Bonds, and Sosa, Clemens. clutching and they only in the fucking Hall of Fame. And it's bullshit. It's bullshit they're not. And it's that's not me being a Cove fan. It's just no, like that. That's the thing. Is like I'm a I'm a Cove. Well, I'm a... Sosa also is a goddamn statue at Wrigley, but he won't because he left and he had a stereo that was too loud. It was like his last season, and it's horseshit. It's horseshit. Yeah, I think I I didn't have a lot of the to actually kind of kind of bring this back to the movie uh, <laughs> like, and, and it's not even like me trying to bring it back to the movie it's just a thought that i have because i had no feelings about uh the whole judge thing happening and him chasing maris's record and right. potentially breaking it and then breaking it because like i didn't really i didn't know like i, I didn't really i thought i was gambling on it. it yeah like i, I yeah exactly like i must that I knew that it was a thing because of sports talk radio and that it was, you know, it was Maris's record. It was the AL record because all this, all the home run uh, stuff uh, in the steroid era happened yeah. in the NL. But then like watching this, I was like, and then now kind of thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I kind of wish he just wouldn't have broke it. Like I, not that I was cheering for him or against him uh, against judge, uh, without knowing but after watching it i'm kind of like i kind of wish it would have just sat there and got so, attention and still been a thing all right so this kind of comes back to the roger maris discussion if, if if aaron judge walked into my local bar i wouldn't know who the fuck he was what You'd at least have a question about who that six foot ten guy is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like I would. I would know exactly who Aaron Judge is. <laughs> I I don't know what the guy looks like. Is he is he blonde? Is he brunette? I've never I've never like watched this man. And then blame that blame on the Cubs. That's MLB's fault. Then that's part of MLB's yes. fault. I mean. And the fact, but, like, but also that's part that's on you for just not paying attention to MLB coverage because if if you're gonna know, if they win a Bears contest, <laughs> <laughs> because Ted, if you're gonna know anybody that's not a Cub, you're gonna know Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge has been one of the best. Is he really six or eight? Six or ten? Six four. He's a large human. He's a very. He's like six four two fifty. No, of muscle. But yeah. also, I couldn't tell you who, who ha- any of the coach rosters are, that's, and that's a me, that's a me problem. Yeah, so that like that that's more of it because like if you want to talk about somebody over the last couple of years that's gotten the most coverage because he's a Yankee and he's the most popular, probably the probably the most popular Yankee. Like that's a I also a thing. we also have a, I have a whole, that whole like face blindness illness that we've discussed at length. But like, wow, no, no, I don't know if I know a single goddamn. Major League Baseball person's face. Maybe the guy looks like the redhead bearded dude from Game of Thrones. Turner. Torman. Yeah, Turn Justin Turner. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I know I could you could Rizzo. Show. Rizzo. I know Rizzo. 
yeah, I, I don't have that problem, but I know at least 10 of probably the most pop, most popular 20 top 20 most popular baseball yeah, players. No Roger Maris issues with you. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to preface this with no offense, but Babe Ruth's wife was a bitch. I prefaced her with no offense. You can't hold it against me. I mean, she was, but I don't know. I don't know how I would expect uh, someone in that position to act. Yeah, I'd well, and I think that's where they kind of try to do the comparison of, you know, Maris's wife had to sit there next to next to Babe Ruth's wife to when he was breaking the record and she's all about, you know, just, Oh, that was, that was his favorite record. Uh, it's, he loved it so much. And it's just like supposed to be this thing that you're taking away from the family and then wraps up with the being there for McGuire to hit it, to take it away from Maris. Um which again, from what I understand now, knowing what I know now, the Maris family didn't believe that was the true home run record anyway. So what were they doing in St. Louis that day or Cincinnati or wherever it was? I have questions, Roger Maris Jr. Call me. I hate you. I know two things about you. And one of them's your name and the other is what you think about the true home run record. Yeah. I don't I, like you. I just don't I just don't know. I mean, you're talking about <laughs> Babe Ruth's wife. As far as, like, back to the original thing, like, Babe Ruth's wife in that culture of Yankees baseball in a season where there's extra games, I just, like, I, I don't, like, that doesn't surprise me. I don't know if she was actually that way. Like, right. find me somebody that actually, like, interacted with her then, and we can talk about it. But it doesn't, that's exactly how the, I would, uh, I mean, all right. That's exactly how I would expect a movie to portray her attitude. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's fair to her. Maybe it is. Maybe that's how she felt about it. Maybe not. I don't know. But that didn't surprise me that that was that was part of the story. Yeah, it makes sense because it it is one of those things like it adds the level of drama like and there is to some extent, you know, I'm sure she wasn't necessarily getting up and cheering and hoping for him to hit it but also you know how much did maybe she really care um but yeah there i as far as i know anyway you don't have any stories or accounts of how she felt about it or how she especially acted directly to the family to the maris family or anything about that but um you're exactly right. If you're going to make a movie and have a chance to include that sort of moment or scene and, and dialogue, that's, yeah, that's what you're going to do with it. It's not going to be her coming in, you know, handshakes and high fives all around saying we did it or anything like that. I did think it was weird. Like, I understand like this movie is all about the home run record. But these motherfuckers won a World Series, right? 
I got research that shit. Like they won a World Series in '61, and that shit is completely like, just just glossed over, right? Am I going to like that was like weird? Yeah, I mean they don't really ever talk about wins, losses, playoffs. But I mean they talk about what they have the game that they're up 10 games and they have a chance to clinch the pennant that day. But that's about the only time they ever talk about anything as far as playoffs or where they stand in record wise or anything like that. Yeah. And like they literally clinched the pennant when in Baltimore, it's the actually Baltimore, should I say the Indian stadium from major league two. Um, yep. And, uh, and the guy's like, I'm going to pay you $5,000 to let this motherfucker get a home run. And, like, I just know they did show them suffering the pennant. I'm an asshole. I'm a bad fan. I'm, bad, I'm, bad, I'm a bad host. So, so yeah, like, I swear that they won World Series. I'm like, they literally did not end on them celebrating. I need to look up Maris's stats in that World Series to see if, like, he, like, yeah, it is a little interesting. I would be kind of interested to see that too because they do make the comments about how maybe Mickey Mantle can make it back for the series and stuff like that. But then, yeah, it doesn't ever... You don't get a final say on that or what happened or how that wraps up, if he makes it back, how they play. All right, so that being said, we've got a lot of... Um, if anything, Babe Roof is, yeah, sorry, Barry Bonds is the home run king. If you disagree, you're an asshole. I understand. I don't give a shit what the man was in. I don't give a shit what kind of like liquids and creams that dude was on. He like literally got walked 800 times this season. Still hit his, his stats there were just nuts. Yeah. So I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Like, isn't it like, isn't it like equal walks to home runs or, or, walks it's some some ridiculous stat the number of times he was walked that man could swing the bat and it'd be a home run so find us on the tailgate society if you're still here and if you're here because of cyclone fact thank you i am ted flint jake voss shantez assessment sean shantez Besterman. <laughs> sorry i'm looking at my goddamn padres <laughs> you just stop scoring here we go there we go we're still alive so live, Sean, Sean yelling this shit. So, all right, boys, until until next time when we discuss another movie. Take care. All right, peace out. See ya.